0: On a dark, cold night, just like this one, four mysterious figures descend into the deepest, darkest part of the forest. The dead leaves crunch beneath their feet as they trek ever further beneath the swaying, bare branches. They gather around a campfire in preparation of a ritual as old as the human species itself. In their minds, they have one goal and one goal alone. Tell the most hair-raising tales that anyone will ever hear in their lives.
1: Oh my god, stop. Why do you always do this?
2: Yeah, that was actually pretty lame.
3: Definitely too melodramatic.
2: I'm just trying
0: to set the mood. After all, we're supposed to be telling scary stories, right?
3: Wait, they were supposed to be scary?
0: Yeah, you know, scary stories around the campfire.
2: It's a, a whole meme. We didn't come out here for nothing. I thought we came out here to spend quality time as friends.
3: We're not friends.
2: Oh. Can't we do both?
3: We could tell stories about friendship instead. That's way less dramatic than scary stories in the woods. That defeats the purpose of coming all the way out here
0: in the woods. The campfire. Guys, come on, I thought we were on the same page. I paid $12 a bundle for this firewood at Circle K.
3: Oh, what if, instead of scary, we talked about kittens?
0: I literally cannot think of anything less scary than kittens.
3: Okay, but like, what if they were kitten witches with like magic and stuff?
2: So what if there's these friends on a road trip in this car and it breaks down and- Wait,
1: I have one about a spooky cryptid. It's called the Linworm and it's 10 feet tall and his arms like tree branches.
3: You mean like Elias? What generation of the Rookwoods are we playing this time? Are we going to be on a train again? No, no Rookwoods and no
1: trains. This one is totally different.
0: Yeah, there was a Vera episode like that once. Here, let me show you how it's done. So,
1: No, we- no, if we start with your story, the rest of us are never going to get a chance to start. I'm going to go first.
2: Well, why don't I start us off with a song? The lindworm hunts in the forest. He consumes all the things that he sees. But if I run away from him fast enough, the lindworm won't catch me. The lindworm's infinite hunger will eventually consume us all. But if I pay attention to where I run, he won't catch me when I fall. Oh, the lindworm hunts in the forest, he consumes all the things that he sees but if i run away from him fast enough the lindworm won't catch me you will never see the lindworm coming he will hide inside of your friends and if you're not careful when you're alone then you'll surely meet your end oh the lindworm hunts in the forest he consumes all the things that he sees but if I run away from it fast enough, the lindworm won't catch me. It's foolish to think that you're different. It's pointless to fight your fate. And once you've learned that the lindworm lives, then it's already too late. Oh, the lindworm hunts in the forest. He consumes all the things that he sees. It doesn't matter how fast you run away. Oh, the windworms gonna eat.
1: The moon hung high in the sky over Camp Marigold. The camp was like most summer camps. Wooden buildings punctuated the fields and blended into the trees in the woods. Mist clung to the grass at night and fireflies flew through the sky like beacons in the dark. Camp Marigold as it almost always was, was safe and warm. The campers were all asleep in their bunks. Even the most Night Owl staff members had been asleep for at least a few hours. All that is but four camp counselors, away from their bunks for a midnight swim. The counselors had had an easy summer so far. Last year was a hard summer. In fact, one of the hardest moments of their lives so far. But that was a fading memory. Static was laid over last summer like a television set that couldn't quite find a channel. The counselors thought a lot about that time, but now, a year later, it felt so far away. Donny Stromboli, also known as Strum to their friends, sat on the shore of the lake plucking at a guitar. When the last notes of their song finished, they brushed their messy blonde hair to the left side. Strum looked like they could have been at one of the scout camps. They wore a tan button-up with tan shorts. However, summer after summer, they were drawn back to Camp Marigold. Brody sat down on the shore next to Strum. He was tan and fit and clean-shaven. He was older than the rest of the group, but he had taken them under his wing. Brody was still wearing his lifeguard uniform just in case he needed to spring into action. His long blonde hair barely reached his shoulders, brushing the straps of his red tank top. Mary Marigold, listening to the song, walked over to the dock and sat down on the edge, her feet barely skimming the water. She pulled at her bushy brown hair kept in two pigtails. Suddenly she heard running from behind her and turned to look, squinting even with her glasses on. Running down from the bunks and getting ready to jump off the docks was Buckeye, a childhood friend of both Mary and Strum. The wind caught their cut-up t-shirt from a previous summer of camp and tangled in their brown and green hair, but it wasn't enough to slow them down. Dashing past Mary, they leapt off the dock and cannonballed into the lake.
0: (laughs) That was sick! Buckeye!
1: Come on, why is no one in the water?
2: Why are you always like this?
1: Why are you always like that?
2: I don't go around splashing water all over, uh, all of my friends and their stuff.
1: Buckeye starts, uh, splashing wildly in the water, making sure to get marigold and, uh, and strub, and- and they laugh, and they're like, ha! Get in the water and you don't have to worry about being wet! Guys, do we really have to keep fighting
3: like this?
0: So I have a quick question. Um, not to interrupt the scene. While I interrupt the scene, uh, <laughs> would um, Brody would have uh, made sure everyone was cool with him using the collective dudes, in as a gender neutral, um, and uh, would only use it if everyone was cool with it. Um, so especially considering that Buckeye is gender neutral, um,
1: I think that Buckeye also uses. Dude, to Brody, so I think got that's it. sort of like a camaraderie thing between. Yeah, the two they of got them. That,
0: that that jock bro dude camaraderie. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Brody's gonna go. I'm like, yeah, dudes, it's it's fine. Just you know, gotta you know, water damage
2: is real, so be a little conscious of that. But no reason we all can't have fun. I think Strum just kind of stands up and just walks their guitar back to, uh, you know like maybe 10 or 15 feet off of the side of the beach and probably strips off their shirt it's like I uh, I, I guess uh, I can
1: and ball cannon and ball can and ball
2: <sighs> uh, strum starts uh, walking towards the uh, pier not looking like they're going to do it uh, looking like at the water where. Buckeye's chanting at them and kind of just gets like a a little sly smile and then starts sprinting I think at the end slips and manages to like roll their way into the water so it's an inadvertent (laughs) cannonball
1: Um, yeah Buckeye starts laughing hysterically at this he's like they're like that was awesome that's what I'm talking about you need to do that sort of thing more often
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh as, as uh Strum is running up, uh Brody's like, Yeah, yeah, dude and then you slip and fall and he goes, Oh dude and he runs up to you, uh and he's like, Strums, my
2: dude, are you alright? Well, I'm popping out of the because like I rolled and rolled yeah. off of the pier and Right. Come up sputtering water out and I think, oh, I, 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 yeah, I'm alright. I I, I I didn't hit, hit my head or anything. I just managed to just managed to roll and uh, I mean, I I guess I'm all right.
0: Good, good. Give me a scare there, dude. Thought I was gonna have to use some of my lifeguard training.
2: Um,
1: Buckeye, I think is going to dive deeper into the water, and they're going to get a piece of of not seaweed, some some sort of like aquatic plants, and uh, like swim sort of under the dock where Mary is sitting, and then like. Sort of like lay it over her foot and go ah snake.
3: Mary yelps ah and she jumps up on the on the thing and the, on the the pier and shakes her it off her leg. Why would you do that?
1: <laughs> don't come to summer camp if you don't want to see snakes. That's so mean. Why would you? There, there, that's a real it's danger. It's not mean. It's all it's all it's all fun. Is it? Yeah, of course. It's fun, right, Brody?
0: It's, p- it's pretty fun. But, uh, you know, <laughs> like, uh... If, if You know, Buckeye, if she doesn't like it, it's probably not very cool. As fun as it is.
1: ah, eh, whatever.
2: I think Strum swims, like, over to, like, the beach and just kind of, like, climbs... Not completely out of the water, but just kind of, like, sits in the sand that, like, the waves are washing up onto. Well, it's... It's been a pretty nice night out tonight. I, uh, I didn't way the clouds were earlier, I didn't think it would be.
3: It did look like it was fixing to rain, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it ended up being great swimming weather, though.
3: I imagine during
1: this, bu- Buckeye is just on their back, like, spitting like water into the air <laughs> just swimming around
0: <laughs> uh Brody's standing on the dock he's gonna pull off his his uh white lifeguard uh tank top that says lifeguard across the chest in red letters he's gonna pull that over his head and get a running start and jump and push off of one of the uprights on the dock to do a flip into the water
3: and there he watches with like just really big eyes, and it's just like, oh my gosh, he's so cool! Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> show off. And uh, I, I resurface, spitting water out of my mouth. And he goes, Good thing lake water is good for your immune system. Hey,
1: Brody, do you want to race?
0: Hell yeah, I want to race. Where do you want to race to?
1: Um, let's race to, hmm. God, I'm trying to think of landmarks that would be in water.
0: <laughs> there would There's... probably be like a like a buoy out. Yeah, like, like a, a certain, buoy. Like, That's yeah. what I was
1: thinking. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. The dock to that buoy. Let's go.
0: Already halfway there. And I start swimming.
1: Uh, Brody, star- <laughs> not Brody. Who am I? Buckeye. Buckeye starts swimming, too. <laughs> Who are these characters
0: we just met? I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I would... Hmm. I would imagine that as the lifeguard and being a little bit older that uh, Brody would win, honestly, but yeah. not by a lot. I don't yeah, think. Buckeye's
0: pretty athletic and a pretty strong swimmer, but like this is Brody in his element.
1: Right, right. Um, so they get there um, and uh, Buckeye's going to be like, eh, I'll get you next time.
0: Maybe. But well, one thing's for sure—you can kick my ass at archery.
1: That's true. Rematch, best two out of three. We can do the ropes course. We can do archery. We can do—we can do swimming again. And I'll try. Yeah. I'll make sure I'm ready this time. I got Triathlon some water in my ear. or
0: whatever.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary from the docks calls over the lake. Guys, I don't think you should stay out that far for too long. What if something happens? What's going to happen?
0: It's okay. I'm a lifeguard.
4: Yeah, but you can't save yourself in the water.
0: <laughs> uh, Brody, Brody will eventually start swimming back to shore and and uh, climb out onto the beach.
1: None of you are any fun. And that uh, guy's gonna keep swimming.
0: <laughs> um, Brody's gonna like kind of stretch, grab his towel, towel off his his uh long blonde hair, and uh, uh when he's sufficiently dry, pull his uh shirt back on. You can see where the shirt starts getting wet when it touches the swim trunks, but everything else is dry. (laughs) That whole deal.
3: (laughs) And Mary is trying her best not to stare, but is not doing a very good job.
1: And uh, totally out of character, because this scene is set at the lake, I am going to pick up the lake. Nice. You now have a lake. (laughs) I now have a lake.
0: That's impressive. Now it's 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 Lake Lake. Buckeye. (laughs) I'm in a method act, and I'm opening my pack of actual, like, trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean when you pick up the lake, Fiona? How does, so how do, how do, how means... does one play this game? <laughs> <laughs> because I've picked
1: up the lake, it means I am now able to make moves as my character, and also I can move as the lake. So when you pick up different locations, it doesn't have to be a location that you are um, specifically at, but, like, a, a location that, like, sort of, like... Gets the vibe of what you're doing or just like literally where you are and uh, your move set expands to the ones that are listed in the setting elements. So for in this one, I am able to have the moves work to keep a secret from being revealed, push people apart through coincidence or geography, fabricate a falsehood, create a staff minor character or feed the waves. Spooky. Spooky.
4: <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, as, as everybody's swimming, uh, Brody's going to um, uh, just kind of generally keep an eye on everybody, um, kind of post him back up on the dock a little bit, and he's going to say so, so uh, what's everybody looking forward to this summer? Being back here at the camp again? It's exciting, right?
1: I guess. It's just what we do every summer.
0: I wouldn't have it any other way.
1: Yeah, how long you have been working here, like... Forty-five years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Forty-two. Thank you very much. Nah, I've been—I've been. This would be my uh, fourth
3: year as a counselor.
0: So I've been coming here as a camper for a while before that too.
3: I know, Mom was really happy when you
2: joined.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Marigold. Her and I are tight.
2: Uh, yeah I just uh you know I knew that I will you know I was gonna be going across the country for college I actually got accepted so uh, to you know my my number one so dude that's wanna,
0: amazing I'm super proud uh, of you congratulations
2: oh, th- thank th- thank you but yeah I, I wanted to uh, come back and get to you know see everybody because I don't know how much my workloads gonna be expanding or what kind of like summer courses they might be offering. Uh, once I'm at the school, so, you know, I don't, I, I didn't want to try and get in early. I wanted to at least, you know, be able to come back and, you know, see all the friends that I've made here before, uh, you know, real life starts digging its tendrils in.
1: You've always been such a nerd.
0: <laughs> nah, dude, don't listen, don't listen to them. Like, whatever challenges this new new path takes you, I'm sure you're equipped to handle it.
2: Oh, thanks. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, you you really helped me out last summer, Brody, and yeah, really got me uh got me able to focus down hard.
0: Of course, man. What are friends
3: for? It must be really exciting that you're getting to go out and spread your wings into a new world.
2: Yeah. It's, it's really great, but also, you know, it, it is kind of scary. Um I'm not sure uh not sure what it's gonna be like going to you know bigger cities, but uh, i I'm, I think I'm I think I'm ready for it.
3: That sounds less scary than having this day in one place all the time. Um, I am
1: going to have um Buckeye make a weak move here and uh, reject because I feel like it's it's leading to it with what Strum is saying and everything. I'm going to have uh, Buckeye like. Reject opening up about it and uh, bottle up their feelings instead. And Buckeyes like,
4: mm. yeah,
1: whatever. We always knew you were a brainiac who was gonna move away anyway and just backstroke out of the situation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nope. What uh, what what is what are, what is everyone else gonna be uh, you know, excited for for the summer? I I know I'm gonna you know excited to see friends, but you know. What, what is everybody else looking forward to?
0: Oh, you know, dude, like, all the usual stuff. It's all great stuff, right? This camp, everyone here, the kids, the other counselors, you know. Why wouldn't I want to come back, you know?
4: Yeah,
3: coming to the camp is the most important part of the year.
2: Yeah, it's it, it always helps to, you know, center things whenever... You know we're all together it feels like
1: well I think I think I was going to um create a minor staff character um I was going to create a counselor in training who stumbles upon the situation mm-hmm. and uh sees you know this group of like older uh staff members like counselors um like farting around doing like a little midnight swim and it's like I, I guess I'll play them for the sake of you know, I'm the one who created this. Like, hey guys, like, what are you, what are you doing out here? Are, aren't we supposed to all be in our bunks? Oh, hey, Gerald. Hi, uh, hi, hi, Barry, and everyone. Um, yeah, Gerald,
0: it's it's all good, man. We got a we got a lifeguard on duty. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess that's true. Um, <laughs> is there is there something that's worrying you? Um. I don't know. I just I just heard stuff out here and I was I thought I'd come out and like investigate, you know. I don't know, maybe that's stupid. I know we're not supposed to really leave our leave our bunks.
3: Um Mary Mary gets over uh, gets up and and goes over to him and and kind of takes his hands and she smiles and she's like, "I know it's okay to be scared of the forest at first, but you just need to believe that everyone here is safe."
1: Um uh, okay, they they still told us in training that we should like Make sure the campers don't like disappear or anything. I don't know. I've heard kinda of weird stuff happens here. I just want to make sure everything was fine, but it seems like you guys have
3: it handled. Yeah, it's okay. And she takes him and um like turns him to the bunks. From here we can see everyone who goes in and out of the bunks. Yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Uh yeah, and uh, you know, we, we kind of got it set up this year so that way uh all the all the bunks that you know, since we do two counselors to a bunk, uh, we made sure that we weren't sharing the same one. So that way, you know, we could all like go and spend some time with our friends on off nights from each other, and you know, our partners in the bunks could as well. So, you know, it's all gravy.
1: You can do that.
2: Oh uh, yeah, you know, you just gotta you know talk to whoever your uh, bunk mate is, and you know. Like we're all we try and be friends with everybody, but there's some people you just get close with over the summers, so you know, as long as you manage to pair up with somebody who's like not in your immediate circle, it usually works out.
1: Ah oh, man, that sounds awesome.
3: Yes, truly magic things happen here.
1: Yeah. I guess I'll leave you guys alone then. Um I don't know, I'll talk to my bunkmate, I guess.
0: Yeah, my bunkmate back in the day. Him and I were pretty tight. Coops? yeah he was my bro
4: cool <laughs> <laughs> he's like who's this old man <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah Gerald starts uh, toddling off back towards the bunks I think
3: Mary waves have a wonderful night Gerald
1: and uh, my other character Buckeye swims up, like, "Who was that?"
2: Oh, that was one of the uh, counselor in trainings. He uh, got he heard us out here, and you know was coming to check on to see if we were, you know, uh, what was going on, what we were, and all that. I th- I think I, I he may be a bit bigger of a nerd than me.
0: Yeah, man. I think he he was the one who accidentally uh took a took a spill through that uh poison ivy on his first day of training, if I remember correctly.
3: Yeah, what a shame that was.
0: He used up all the ointment in my first aid kit.
1: Yeah, I remember that. That was pretty gnarly. But it gives him good battle scars, though.
0: I think he's just afraid to wander off the path now.
3: He'll get over that. <laughs> A lot of the newcomers here are, though. That's not too out of the ordinary.
1: What's to be afraid of? It's just—it's just trees.
3: M- Mary makes a face. It's not just trees. You have to respect all of the energy out there. Uh, B-
1: Buckeye will roll his eyes. They roll their eyes a little bit at that. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Everything's magical.
3: Of course it is. You should know that better than
1: anyone. Whatever. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: Uh, that probably also gives him a token.
0: Well, you get you get uh, you would get a token uh, for questioning Mary's eccentric. Oh yeah,
3: right? yeah,
4: yeah.
3: That's
1: true. And
2: Nick, I think you actually get a token from me as well because when I came up with the nonsense about the uh, bunk stuff, you know, you were kind of echoing oh, that sentiment. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, I wasn't even paying attention to that. I will put a tally in my tokens. All righty.
3: Points, points, (laughs) points.
0: We're accidentally playing the game correctly. I know. (laughs) This happened in Rookwood, too. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) So what do we come out here for if not to swim? Well, you are swimming. Yeah, no one else is, so why are you all here?
2: Well, I mean, I'm still kind of in the water, standing up in the water to (laughs) my ankles.
0: Uh Brody's going to say, look i did swim in and if you want me to just you know beat you in more and more races throughout the night i'd be more than happy to
1: yeah well let's get on land and see who kicks whose butt (laughs) why does everything have to be a fight it's not a fight it's a game is it though
2: it's just friendly
1: competition
0: between bros
1: yeah yeah what brody said Well, if Brody says it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I'm not worried about thinking about the future or anything. All that matters is right now and the game that you're winning in this moment.
3: Yeah, right now is really important.
1: Yeah, it's important because we came here to have fun at the lake and none of you are having fun at the lake. You could
3: be doing this in your bunks. We can't all fit in one bunk Buckeye, <laughs> I couldn't remember That's what
0: your not... name was. Dude, that reminds me of the one time we did try to see how many people we could fit into a single bunk room. The record was thirteen people.
1: Yeah, I bet I could get twenty-three.
0: Dude, you gotta try. You gotta try that shit, dude.
1: I'm I'm small. Other people are small too. We could I fit guess if more. you get all
0: the smallest people in the camp, we did it the hard way. We just found the first thirteen people ready to cram in a room.
1: Yeah, see. This- <laughs> This is what you think ahead about if you're going to think ahead.
0: Maybe you're right.
1: We could stack people on top of each other. There's plenty of dimensions we could work in. (laughs) Get the furniture out. That's another ten people at least. We shouldn't
3: move things without asking people.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: You're not the one who has to listen to Mother yell. No, she yells at me plenty. Yeah, I guess that's true, isn't it?
0: Look, look, if- If I gotta go talk to Mrs. Miracle, her, her and I, we, we see eye to eye on a lot of stuff, it'll be fine.
3: Yeah, I know.
1: It's, it's a, te- a team-building exercise, that's what they told us to do more of. Team-building.
0: Yeah, team-building exercises, exactly.
1: But we can do that outside in the field where nobody will get hurt. There won't be room to get hurt if we get everyone in one of the bunks. Yeah, but it'll hurt getting in there. Have you ever been slammed in a door? We don't need to slam. They can just walk in and then we just lift some people up so we can get more. It's like crowd surfing.
3: Yeah, but what if somebody falls? Think of- what if someone gets a splinter?
4: (laughs) They'll just fall into more
1: people if we do it right. Yeah, and
3: won't that hurt?
0: I have the first aid kit. It's
3: fine.
2: I think I'm going to jump in with one of my weak moves, get involved in a conflict that's none of your business and try to mediate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we can make some we, some healthy wiggle room. I, you know, uh, Buckeye, I, I think you're right. I think some of us could stand to, you know, explore uh, some of, you know, explore our boundaries a little bit more. Like, like, I, it was it was scary for me to, you know, apply to a school that's across the country and, you know, getting ready to go to it. So, uh, I, but, you know, that's looking past a boundary that I didn't think I could cross. You know, we should test our limits and see what we can do. But, you know, Marigold, you know, you're right. We should, you know, we shouldn't always just look to see what, you know, the most extreme thing that we can do is, you know, we should just, well, we, we, we need to meet more in the middle. Like, you can't always go 100, but, you know, we can't always stay in the slow lane either.
0: Yeah, Strums has got, got a point. Like, you know, there's seeing how many people you can cram into a bunk room is, like, actually kind of one of the more tamer things you can get into here, to be completely honest, Mary.
1: Yeah, yeah. I bet you've gotten into some wild stuff, Brody.
0: Yeah... I got some stories.
1: Well, let's hear them. Then <laughs> spitting everyone Bro, in the bunk won't here... sound that bad.
0: Dude, we'd be here all night if I was just doing nothing but telling my stories nonstop.
3: Yeah, fine. We do have to make sure we're up and ready to go tomorrow for all the other campers.
1: That is true. I was going to break out the bugle and wake them all up.
4: <laughs>
3: <sighs> I thought we... I thought we locked that thing up.
0: (laughs) Dude, that reminds me of the one time Coop stole the bugle. And they took it into Miss Marigold's uh, uh, bunk and woke her up at 5 a.m. Fucking hilarious.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing Mother still loves this place as much as she does. That's what camp is all about.
0: She thought it was really funny, like, the next day. But that day, yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh, I can only imagine.
1: Why have a bugle around if you're not going to use it? It's for emergencies. Emergencies like getting all the campers up at four in the morning. Why would that be an
3: emergency?
0: (laughs) Isn't that what the bugle's like? Four?
3: I mean, maybe. Maybe not four
0: in the morning, but... (laughs) (sighs)
3: do you guys remember the time when when Tom accidentally woke up too early and blew that stupid horn
0: (laughs) yeah that was great
2: Uh, I was never really convinced it was that much of accidentally waking up early
0: yeah it seemed pretty premeditated now that I think about it
3: (sighs) yeah maybe
1: I don't know how would we know it's not even worth speculating
0: Yeah, I miss that dude.
1: Me too. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) We should be focusing on the here and now. You guys keep bringing up all these other times. The only time that matters is right now.
0: Yeah, but they've all been great times we've had here. You know?
3: Yeah, and, you know, with Tom...
0: Yeah, he would have been here with us. So we just gotta have just a rad time this summer for him. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, and, um, make sure what happened to him doesn't happen to anyone else.
0: Yeah, I still can't really wrap my, uh, head around it.
3: And in this kind of, uh, pregnant pause we have... Uh, I'm going to use the magic to to make a move um, in some of the the, the forest areas that, that are around the lake um, we hear kind of um, noises start to pick up and at, at first we kind of think it's like okay animals whatever but it starts to be a little more like um, steady than before it, it seems out of place um, and when we look over to see what, Uh, what could be happening in case it's somebody who's sneaking out or maybe Gerald being a jerk trying to scare us (laughs) Um, we see what looks like in the dark could be Tom looking back at us
1: yeah Buckeye is like sort of squinting towards where's it like the woods
3: Uh, yeah it's probably like um, so where
0: over where the that it's by where the creek,
3: is yeah, lag. over where the where the creek is. There's probably like forest on the other side since we didn't put anything mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: uh, yeah. I imagine anything on the map that's not defined is woods.
3: Right. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so
1: yeah, he's he's over in that direction. Yeah, Buckeyes are like squinting, and it's like, is that is that Tom?
2: Dude, what? That, that no, that, Tom. that's impossible.
1: Yeah. No,
0: guys, look!
3: Uh... Y- fuck, we, is that Tom? We we should go see.
2: I think I'm going to use a regular move of call out and wait for a response. Uh, yell, just yell, Tom! Tom, is, is that you, buddy? What? what Tom? Um...
1: I'm going to make a regular move of take action, leaving yourself vulnerable and swim
3: towards Tom? (laughs) Question mark? And as you get closer, uh, he doesn't move towards the water, but slowly and like almost silently the wrestling almost completely stops. Um, He suddenly just moves backwards and fades into the rest of the forest. Um.
1: Yeah, Buckeye is going to, uh, like, when they get to the shore, like, jump out and, like, go into, like, the first couple, like, sets of trees. Like, Tom! Tom!
0: Yeah, uh, Brody is also going to use a regular move, take action, leaving yourself vulnerable, to sprint along the beach in that direction and kind of wait across the, uh, the the mouth of the stream. Uh, to generally the the direction where, um, Buckeye is going, but still, like, looking for Tom.
3: Uh, Mary is going to stay on the beach, and she's going to use a regular move to listen to the magic and follow what it says. And, Mm. um, so that's going to take form as Mary there watching, uh, leaning over to, to Strum and saying, I don't have a good feeling about this. I'm really worried.
2: Uh, yeah, it it doesn't... It doesn't seem possible. Like, there was... It, it couldn't have... It couldn't be. It, it, I, I... And I think that Strom is just there flabbergasted, like, just almost petrified because they they saw them taking Tom away. Like, there was no way that this could be tom but it was it looked so much like him
3: i i think we should follow them what if they get hurt i'm i'm worried about buckeye and and brody
2: yeah i i think i will pick up the woods and put take put my hand out to to mary and say yeah yeah let's let's go make sure they're okay
3: yeah let's let's do it together and then I guess we also take action and go into the woods
1: (laughs) yeah so as they're like walking they're like running really into the woods um uh, Buckeye is going to see Brody there and like sort of sprint over and like you know their eyes looking wild sort of like grab Brody's shirt and be like you saw him he was there
0: yeah Buckeye saw him but that that can't be him, right?
1: I I don't know, but we should we should find out.
0: Like, we we just we were just talking about him, and I'm going to use a regular move to provide useful advice, and I say, Ooh. look, Buckeye, uh, I know what you saw. I believe you. I saw the same thing, but you know, we were just talking about Tom, and we know. That, that can't be tom right and if what mary has been saying is anything to believe this woods can do some weird stuff sometimes you know so maybe we should just be careful
1: i that was but, my friend
0: was how my can friend he be too. here
1: we saw him we all saw him get taken out
0: i don't know but i'm I, what i'm saying is i maybe it's not what it looks like at the very least, we got to be careful. At least, let's stay together. Maybe meet up with the others, and we can look into this,
2: you know, as a group. I think I'm going to take a woods move here,
4: Ooh. and
2: uh, do reveal a new secret that must be grappled with. Uh, I think that. The waters are in kind of a recessive period this year. Like the, the lake is there wasn't like as much snowfall or rainfall yet for the year. The water so, down. yeah, the water levels down. And I think as you all are walking through this like layer of the tr- layer of the woods, that's like near the uh, edge of the water. Uh, you kind of are looking out, just trying to see what you can see. And there's a cave that none of us had ever really seen before that's been revealed, and uh, something just kind of about it grabs your attention. Uh, what do you do?
1: Buckeye is going to look towards the, the cave and, and look back towards Brody and say, Have you ever, have you ever seen that before? No. I've been coming here every summer since I was like seven. I've never seen that cave before I know every single inch of these woods
0: no, but look the water's real low like look over there there's the old the old campfire it's way up on shore now this cave would have been underwater last year
1: do we do we go in it
0: I think we need to. I think we need to get the other two over here,
3: and hopefully we arrive about right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I makes feel, sense. Yeah, I feel like
2: we'd gotten here by now, despite <laughs> yeah. running, You're despite neat. running the 18 miles down the shore.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> the athletes yeeted themselves
3: across Listen, the map. <laughs> our legs are like four miles long. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, Mary and Strum approach. And Mary is out of breath. This is moving way too fast for her. She's very unhappy about this whole movement thing.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are you guys okay? Why did you just take off like that?
1: You guys, you guys saw it too, right? You saw Tom?
2: Yeah, yeah. What, I mean, it it couldn't have been, but that's, that's what I saw.
1: Now, look at that too. There's this weird cave here.
0: Yeah. This cave must have been under the- under the water line usually.
1: Oh no. Oh no? What do you mean, oh no? We- We really shouldn't stay here. Why? What- what's
3: going on?
0: Do you know something about this cave, Mary?
3: I- I- I can't tell you, but we can't stay here.
1: It has something to do with Tom. We
3: have to stay. It sort of does, but it's really dangerous to talk about this right here. Can we please go literally anywhere else?
1: Uh, I'm going to make a strong move here. Mm. And, um, let me mark that off. And, uh, Buckeye with, uh, sort of, like, unusually emotional, um, I'm sure that even at the funeral and stuff, you really didn't see Buckeye this emotional, like, ever, um, just sort of like stomps uh, up to you know to Mary with like tears in their eyes um and just like fists clenched like speaking through their teeth um they go if this has something to do with him if there's if there's something we can do something we could do to help him we owe him that we none of us even know what happened we have to do this we have to investigate it so if you know anything you have to say it right now
3: um, does your move compel me to to speak the truth
1: to you? <laughs> nope, my move compels me to reveal my true feelings, which is okay. the, which is the emo- the physical emotional display. So Mary can react to that however she wants. Okay.
3: Uh, Mary looks greatly upset by, by the the new emotion, and she sighs and she says, "Buckeye, that wasn't Tom. It couldn't have been.
1: It was it was something." How- how can someone drown in- in inches of water? I- I know, that's why it's not safe. We're- we're all together. He was alone. Now we're all together. We have to help him.
3: I know, but we can't right now. We're not prepared.
1: Let's go back to the bunks. I- I- I have something there that can help us. And then- and then we'll meet back here and we'll investigate this.
3: Yeah, just- yeah that's that's fine
1: all right let's meet back here in 20 and uh buckeye like angrily wiping their face um and sort of like probably you can see as they walk away sort of like choked with sobs like leaves the woods
0: we should uh we should talk about this um before we come back i think if we get away from here you'll tell us what's going on mary
3: yeah yeah of course
0: then i think we all should go to the bunks
3: yeah
2: yeah that's it that's probably the the best plan <laughs>
1: Hello listeners, I am your host for this episode, Fiona L.F. Kelly. If you've listened to our other Fable seasons, Curse and Tainted Love, you'll notice that we're doing something a little bit different for this season. For each Wednesday in October, we'll be running a different horror or Halloween-themed one-shot. One One of the four voices you've heard so far on this episode, Nick, Chelsea, Cliff, and I are trading off turns to GM the one-shots, but this episode, I cheated and picked a GM-less system, so none of us are the GM now. For this week's episode, we're running Sleepaway by J-Dragon. Away is a card-based game set in a summer camp. Camp counselors must deal with the dangers of the Lindworm, a horrifying cryptid that haunts the camp as I'm sure you can tell, we had a blast playing Sleepaway. It was our first experience running a GM-less game, and as soon as we finished, we immediately wanted to play again. If you'd like to play Sleepaway, and trust me, you want to, or play any of J-Dragon's other incredible games, you can check out Possum Creek Games on itch.io. You can also find J-Dragon on Twitter at J-D-R-A-G-S-K-Y. So, now to introduce our other wonderful Game Masters for the season. Returning this season is Chelsea Rexinger. Chelsea played Gail Rookwood during Fable's Curse, and she was also the Game Master Mall Rat for Tainted Love. Additionally, she's a guest on this season of Big Streaming Pile, a Project Derailed podcast about bad movies on streaming services when she's not on a project derailed podcast she can be found making candles for plot kindling candles plot kindling candles are tabletop gaming inspired candles perfect for adding a special touch to your gaming sessions or just to burn for any occasion this month one of their new candles is verna the rogue verna's scent notes are leather and roses and like all of their candles it comes decorated with a dye and dried flowers i'm told that verna smells exactly like the inside of a unfair leather shop so i'm very excited to get it Next up, we have Nick Araciva. You may know Nick from our first season of Fables, where he played Virgil Rookwood. You may also recognize him as the DM on Tales of the Voidfarer, a Spelljammer-inspired D&D 5th edition actual play podcast. Nick is also a guest on a few episodes of Big Streaming Pile. You can follow Nick on Twitter, at Nick underscore Erosiva. is spelled U-R-O-S-E-V-A for tweets obsessing about Critical Role or featuring some of Nick's incredible artwork. Our new player in GM this season is Chuck Cliff B. Wilfong Jr. Cliff can usually be found rapping with our very own Elias Rookwood slash Luckbeak, a.k.a. Saker, as part of the Nerdcore Rap Group 2D6. Additionally, his solo hip-hop music can be found under the comic SADS. Cliff also wrote and sang the songs for this episode, which was absolutely incredible, and we did not ask him to do that, and he just did, and it really added a ton to the episode. So thank you, Cliff. Cliff is also a part of the upcoming DD 5th edition actual play podcast, Taverns, Travel, and Tests. You can find Cliff on 2D6music.com or on social media at JustevilDMing, at 2D6music, and at the Comics Ads. And you can find me on all of our Project Derailed podcasts. I am the host and producer of Big Streaming Pile, in addition to producing and performing on this podcast and playing the Gith Yankee Pirate Ravnus on Tales of the Voidfare. You can also find my articles about media and pop culture on ProjectDeepBraille.com, as well as websites across the internet. To find out more about my work, you can follow me on social media at Fiona Kelly. Also, a special thank you to our producer, Tom, for composing and recording our theme song and for providing the instrumentation for all of the camp songs in this episode. And especially thank you for letting us name our dead friend after you. Thanks for listening to Firelight. Now let's get back to the show. <music> So Buckeye comes out of their bunk um, with their sleeping bag around something very big that they are carrying <laughs> with both hands. <laughs> uh,
0: Buckeye, uh, what's this?
1: It's just, everyone bring, brings contraband to camp. It's just a little something, just in case. It's what? Yeah. It's just... Okay, everyone except Mary brings contraband to camp.
0: Yeah, but yours is in your entire sleeping bag.
1: No one checks under the bed. What can I say? I'll show you guys when we get out into the woods, not here not in case someone's like looking out the window or something.
2: Well, we should we should talk first about you know what's going on out there. Uh, Mary, you you said that you you'd tell us when we were away from the away from the cave in the woods.
3: Yeah, um, so, you know how I'm constantly telling you guys that there's magic in the air and how dangerous the forest is and all of the energy we really need to care about?
2: Yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, you talk your my ear off about it every summer. Yeah, but it's
3: real, I really mean it. You've been saying this since we were kids, it's time to grow up. No, but- I've been saying it since- since we were kids because my family's the one who protects this area. There- there are things that are bigger than any of us that live in this forest. And our- my family has done everything we can to protect this- this area and all of the kids that are here so that nothing bad will happen to anyone, but we're not perfect, and you know what happened to Tom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know what happened to Tom. That's why we have to figure out what's going on tonight. What if someone else gets hurt?
3: That's that's what I was afraid of. That's why I asked us to leave. Well, if there's
1: someone else out there even if it's not Tom, we can't just leave them.
3: But we we can't do anything. We have to we have to make sure we're ready to actually confront this thing.
1: All right. So what's your plan? What what do you know about all this weird stuff?
3: Whatever is out there and whatever hurt Tom and is trying to hurt the rest of us can only be touched by magic. The only way to stop magic is with more magic.
1: So we have to, what, weave some flower crowns like you do?
3: Yes, exactly. That will protect
1: us. I... There's flowers all around the field. I'll pick them all if I have to, but if there's any way we can help him, we have to.
0: The ultimate type A personality. Like, <laughs> yeah, <right>. I, will, <laughs> I will win the flower picking competition. Just you so watch. <laughs> uh, Brody is going to say, like, Mary, uh, you, know, you know I dig the flower crowns. They really bring out color in my eyes. But uh, <laughs> I can't help but to wonder that, uh, like – If people can get hurt and, like, you and your family are here to protect them, why can't we, like, do something about it now? Like, it doesn't add up to me.
3: The... The only magic that we have that we know that we have that can stop this thing from hurting anyone can't destroy it. So all we can do is prolong it from... It's prolong its effects on everyone.
1: Yeah, well, let's see how destroyed it gets by this. And um, they will whip off the sleeping bag and hold proudly above their head a chainsaw. <laughs> a chainsaw <laughs> that um, is, is modified in a couple ways, mostly just like aesthetically, namely that it has um, carved onto the side of it in big letters. that says Buckeye with a little... With a little crude carving of a buckeye, and then uh, Buckeye waits for applause. <laughs> uh,
0: I I think I think Buckeye is met with like stunned, like shock and silence, like, and then Brody's gonna speak up and say, like, D- "Buckeye, dude, like, that's gnarly. I don't know if you should have that.
2: <laughs> did did you paint flames onto the housing over the motor?"
1: Maybe. Maybe it came like that. Mother is going to
3: lose her mind when she finds
1: out about this. Yeah, well, I've brought it the last two summers, too, and nothing's happened, so... You
3: did what?
0: (laughs) Dude, dude, like, don't get me wrong. Really digging the evil dead vibe you got going on, but, like... How do you think this is going to be useful, exactly?
1: (laughs) 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 Well, whatever, whatever's there in the woods, I bet they don't expect us to come out with a chainsaw.
0: No, I really think that's, like, the last thing they would expect, honestly, but-
1: Exactly, l- we have the element of
3: surprise. When I was implying it can't be destroyed by normal means, I didn't mean a chainsaw. Well, let's put a flower crown on the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, th- that's the big brain idea right there. <laughs> uh, like, like Brody goes to say something, but then when Buckeye says that, he, like, stops for a minute and then just, like, looks at Mary without saying anything, kind of in, like, waiting to, like, see if that's a
3: thing. <laughs> I mean, we could if you really wanted to, and it would add some kind of protection to it. But like, <laughs> see, there we go.
1: <laughs> we're halfway to the we're halfway to defeating the Lindworm already. But were, were you not listening? We can't, we can't kill it. I've been coming here long enough and seen enough. We just have to do it. We have to try. We have to do something. Can't just sit here like we do every summer.
0: Whoa! The last thing that I do here is sit around every summer.
1: Well, I didn't mean you.
0: Oh, okay. Never mind. Here we are.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
2: this is a point where uh, I would probably, uh, this is one of my weak moves, but uh, I feel like this is a point where it fits in and it kind of fits with all of them. Be overcome by someone else's fear, anger, or grief. I think it's a mixture of all of those.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: mm-hmm. say, no, um, No, Buckeye Buckeye is right we we all we all this time you know I I don't know magic or any of that but if your family has been doing this for generations and it started to fail to keep somebody safe we we need to try something we need to do whatever we can to keep everybody safe that's That's our job as counselors. We got to look out for these kids. And I think Buckeye's right. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm
0: inclined to agree as well. Like, if there's lives on the line and we have the opportunity to, like, you know, spare those lives and do something about it, I think it falls on our shoulders to do something about it, you know?
1: We swore a duty when we became camp counselors that we would take whatever- We would do whatever we had to to keep everyone safe, and I intend to uphold that promise.
0: And that goes double for me as a lifeguard.
3: You're all really sure about this?
1: Yeah. We have to- we have to try. At- at least. We owe that to Tom. We have to try. We owe that to everyone here.
0: Look, I think I think so long as we're doing it together, we can handle it. Like, Mary, you got the the knowledge of all of the spooky magic stuff that could help us out. Like, you know, uh, Strums, you know, you got that your your brain. You're going off to college, you know, that smarts has to come in handy for doing stuff like this. And like Buckeye, you have a fucking chainsaw, so. And I'm just here to make sure everybody stays alive, so I don't see how this combination uh, will be anything short of successful in getting out of whatever it is is going on here. What could go wrong?
3: (laughs) 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 And with that, I am going to use a weak move to invite the Lindworm to act upon the group. Good. Okay. Famous last words. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um so the linworm has drawn a three of diamonds and put it on um on the path the path with cairns okay and the three of diamonds is biting at skin anxiety long scrape marks on a tree and we are meant to interpret that as brutally as possible for what the lintworm is doing oh
3: good
0: um so here's the question uh we've established that we're still at or did we go we went to the woods from the barracks the 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 barracks i don't think we technically
4: yeah so (laughs) i (laughs) think
1: i think that we're still at the bunks um Okay. So that could be like we. Buckeye like, just hear got really excited about her way. chainsaw.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, we yeah. got to go somewhere else to show you this. Fuck it, here it is anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, no one can see. Holds above head. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we are we are at the bunks, and the lidworm has acted on the path with cairns.
0: So we don't necessarily witness anything right now.
1: Uh we are probably like aware of something, whether that's like noise
2: like do we hear or, like
3: a loud noise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I don't I think this might be another uh woods move since I haven't really dropped that yet. Uh okay. I think from the north we can hear like a loud like shriek of something. not human but uh like a loud like animal like screeching out in pain.
1: Oh, that's fine. And then maybe when we get there for the Lindworm, um, we, like, see sort of, like, the scrape marks on the trees and stuff like that, and, like, this, like, feeling of dread, and maybe um, the Lindworm is, like, feasting on an animal or something when we get there.
2: see, I was thinking something along the lines, continuing the tie-in. There's an animal that's been eviscerated
4: Ooh, and yeah
2: in the trail in its blood is written you forgot me
4: <gasps> mm. Cliff you are
1: breaking my heart <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's what I um, do baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it oh it hurts so good oh, um, cool. yeah so they all like rush over there presumably
3: yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Uh Buckeye sees this and is just sort of standing in shock, like you guys see it too, right?
4: <laughs>
0: Dude. The, what the, the fuck?
2: The, uh, this this is ab- absolutely horrific.
0: Yeah. <sighs> like you you forgot me.
2: We
1: didn't forget we didn't forget anything.
0: Yeah, who, who who would we have forgotten? We didn't forget Tom, we were just talking about him.
3: Uh, Mary is standing there and she starts to, sh- to, like, shake a little bit.
0: Mary, do you... Do you know what this could mean?
3: I... I... It's never talked to us before.
0: Wait, is this the lindworm talking?
3: I... Uh, Does the lindworm
1: even really exist? Of... Of course it does. Look,
0: but but like we didn't forget the linworm. Like everyone knows about the linworm, right? Like, like Strom just played a whole song about it.
1: Maybe some things are a little fuzzy, but I remember, you know, seeing my best friend come out dead.
4: Hmm.
3: I, I, I don't know what this means.
0: I would like to, um, to keep tensions ramping. I would like to use a weak move to
2: uh, invite the linworm to act again. Okay. I think while you're still doing that, I'm going to just kind of give a filler weak move for some narrative. Be overcome by someone else's fear, anger, or grief. I think I'm going. This is going to almost be me being filled with Tom's grief and fear, because, uh, like, Oh, oh, oh my, oh my gosh, I, guys, do you, do you remember, do you remember what, what day it was when Tom died? It was, it was his birthday. We, we were gonna, we told him we were gonna meet him down by the lake, and, and then we got called in for that staff meeting, and it went over, and. We were all tired and went to bed, and and that's he that's when he didn't come back.
0: How but could we have forgotten?
1: That doesn't make any sense. We wouldn't do that.
0: Yeah, we would have remembered that.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't explain why he drowned in in six inches of water.
2: Oh, uh, oh, I, I, I just I remember. I remember it. We so we were gonna, we were gonna do a. We were gonna do a cookout down by the lake.
1: His, his birthday was. It, I, I don't know, I don't know. Um, and the linworm is going to put an eight of diamonds. Uh, where are we exactly on the path?
0: We yeah, are on, on the path, path right. of Cairns.
1: Yeah, on the. Like just just off the path, like pretty close. Like, maybe, like, just beyond, just beyond like, a line of trees or something. And uh, the Eight of Diamonds is sudden pain, sharp unease, coyotes howling in the distance.
3: Uh, Mary, scared, grabs on to, to Brody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Brody doesn't even, uh, like, Brody, like, reacts to that, like, kind of tensing up, um, taking, like, a wider defensive stance uh, naturally as he's looking around to this, like, cacophony of creepy forest sounds and animals uh, suddenly tearing through the dark trees uh, and um, and he's just gonna say it's like dude it's it's like the whole forest is angry at us for some reason is, it, is the whole forest angry we forgot Tom's birthday <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pro- <laughs>
1: Buckeye starts revving the chainsaw and it's like, if you want us to remember, you'll remember tonight.
3: Don't antagonize him, please.
1: We have to do something. We can't just stay scared. Well, we can't stay here. We
3: need to. We need to go to the Kissing Grove.
0: What's what? at the Kissing Grove?
3: There's. You know the flowers in front of it? Yeah. Yeah. We need to go there. I'll. I can explain once we get there, but we can't stay here right now. And antagonizing him is only gonna make us make him wanna hurt us.
0: Yeah, Buckeye, you have a chainsaw, but I don't think you can cut down every tree in the forest.
3: Yeah, just watch me.
1: <laughs> and Buckeye starts trying to chop down a tree.
0: <laughs> no, 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 Buckeye. I, I, th- I think we're. I right. we think we gotta follow Mary. If she knows how we could possibly stop this, I think we gotta give her a shot.
2: I'm gonna look at Mary and uh, use a strong move, uh, ease tensions with a song everyone knows by a heart, and say, "Mary, do you mean that that song that that your mom taught us when we were just campers was true? The the pixies dance by the little bitty grove. If you follow them, you can find their home. Their see." Teach us all new tricks, so keep your eyes out for their licks.
3: Yeah, that's right. You remember. Brody kind of
0: giggles to himself a a little bit and, like, yeah, we always used to change the last word to dicks.
3: That's (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) And you mean it was awful every time?
0: (laughs) It was pretty funny, though.
1: Alright, well, let's go. It's, I don't know, it's weird here.
0: Yeah, let's go let's see the fairy dicks
3: yeah so <laughs> <cat> fairy <dicks. laughs> uh while we head that way can can we call on the linworm one more time yeah
0: more
2: spookiness <laughs> yep Linworm does not like fairy dicks no the
3: time's the charm <laughs> yeah it doesn't like you guys making fun of the magic gosh <laughs> why can't you guys take it seriously we're only going to look for fairies <laughs> yeah so
1: um, the three of clubs gets put on the fairy grove so when you all arrive um, here's the linworm's action uh, bloodstained fingernails please for help campers can't stop clawing at their own skin who
0: so, so I, I presume that means we find a group of campers here
1: yeah um yeah what i'm sort of imagining is that like some campers have sort of like wandered away from their bunks and have started clawing they at were their going own to the skin but they're road. like yeah they like they run to us for help just like parts of their skin like torn off like begging us
0: for help dudes dude <laughs> dudes dude dudes, come down what, what what happened uh and Brody starts reaching for his first aid to uh start healing Trying to patch up their wounds, which is a move of mine.
1: Should I just uh, be the campers again?
0: <laughs> Who yeah, wants to be sure. the campers. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to yeah, regular move, tend to someone's wounds.
1: Please, please, just help, please. You,
0: what did you see? I, I say as I get out like uh, neosporin and um, uh, peroxide, and you know, start tending wounds and uh, you know, cleaning the wounds and bandaging.
2: Yeah, uh, our Are you going to pick, are you picking up the campers, uh, Fiona, or somebody else, or should I drop the woods and pick them up?
1: Uh, You can drop the woods and pick them up.
2: Or
0: I haven't picked, I haven't picked up anything yet, so I might, I could pick up the campers.
2: Absolutely.
1: Sure, Um, I'm I'm going to put down the lake for now, too, so someone else can grab it if they
0: want. Sure. Uh, I'm going to pick up the campers, so I guess we already created, there's two of them, i I I don't know if we did, we did we define how many there were?
1: I we sort of said that they were by the kissing grove, so I think that two, I that sort of, two was, of them yeah, <laughs> just just assumed.
0: Got it. Um yeah, there are two of them that were sneaking off to the kissing grove. Uh and yeah, so okay. So what was the description of the uh the Lindworms action? They were
1: So it was I pull the sheet back up. Um, blood-stained fingernails. Please for help. Campers can't stop clawing at their own skin. Who? Okay. And uh, that is left open to the most brutal interpretation.
0: Got it. So yeah, this is real fucked up. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, as Brody's uh, um, bandaging them up, uh, they kind of look up at uh, the group of you, and um, the one goes, um, "Look, we were we were just on our way." Uh, just going for a walk you you know nowhere in particular and 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 suddenly we heard the whispering in the woods and we couldn't just stop crying at ourselves whispering saying that we would never forget again no one would forget
1: um buckeye is going to draw and that was the uh, move
0: that was the move introduce drama and contention
1: Mm, very nice um buckeye is going to draw uh Strum and Mary into a huddle and go, they're flaying themselves. That thing is making them flay themselves. It's not even doing it itself anymore.
0: How lazy <laughs>
1: <laughs> The
3: Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, um, just hang on one second. Um, and Mary runs over to the, the area of flowers that she pointed out before and starts picking them and starts um, kind of like muttering to herself as she weaves them together and stuff and this isn't technically the same but I'm going to use a strong move to perform the spell crafting ritual um, which allows me to do my magic and then craft something that can negate a a uh, Lind- lindworm thing Um, so I'm gonna quick, like, frantically start weaving flower crowns together, and while Brody is taking care of these kids, um, come over and adorn them with very cute flowers, and it doesn't take effect right away, but very slowly they- they start to, like, ease out of the- the scratching and awful- awful stuff, so they're not agitating their wounds anymore. Um, and she says as she's, like, trying to- to help comfort them, just- just stay calm. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine.
0: Yeah, Brody's Brody's gonna nod along and and say, "Yeah, no, there's nothing to worry about. You know, we'll get you we'll get you patched up in no time. You can just head on back to your uh, your bunk. We won't we won't tell anybody around here."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Buckeye's going just to sort of like walk over to Strum while the other two are, are comforting the campers and go like did we really forget how could we how could we have forgotten something like that that doesn't make any sense we've been friends since we were like in diapers
2: i i don't know it it just seems so unlike us but i just i just remember that meeting and i remember that you know it was it was always so, it was so close to the end of camp when it happened and that's when his birthday was and I just I I I can't believe I forgot it.
1: What if it wasn't really him? What if it was something else? What if he's still out there and we really did see him?
2: Well, whatever whatever it was it was that we saw we need to do everything we can to make up for it it's finding whatever is got him or is pretending to be him and and snuff it out
1: yeah I know we don't always agree but agreed
2: I, I miss agreeing with you
1: yeah well maybe come out and Play a baseball game and work our differences out that way. You know, I'm always in the field. Aww. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think at about that time we get the kids patched up and uh, they head back uh, south towards the bunks.
3: Yeah, and, and we probably watch to make sure they get there.
0: <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, Brody is gonna walk over to uh, the other two and go, "Dudes, that was fucked up."
1: <laughs> yeah, agreed.
0: So, what now?
1: We have to, we have to kill it. We have to defeat it.
0: Uh, bro, uh, um, yeah, Brody nods in agreement and then kind of turns to Mary and says, "So, how do we do that, Mary?"
3: Mary looks very dejected <laughs> and sighs and says, the, the only thing we can really do is try and ward it off, but... I, I did hear something I wasn't supposed to once.
1: Well, what is it?
3: We, we might actually be able to... And she gestures to the chainsaw. Enchant that
1: (laughs) a smile starts creeping over Mix Buckeye's face.
4: (laughs)
2: I think I'm going to come over and use a strong move with Mary. I'm going to give them a hug and use help someone find their voice. And I I feel like the ask kind of works here on it like what does your character most want to hear from mine right now
3: so mary is very shaken about everything and is not feeling very comfortable uh the way the way that she's kind of talking about this it sounds like that she is very aware that by trying this thing she's probably breaking some kind of family tradition or some kind of rule um but she is very willing to or is like battling with whether or not she wants to push through with breaking this tradition or not
2: so I think I'm just going to come over and whisper into your ear uh, uh, Mary you've been learning all of these rituals from your family for so long rituals that have been passed down over generations and your family has all sworn an oath to protect this place and I believe in you, You've, you're one of the smartest people I know, and if anybody in your line is going to be able to figure out the way, what needs to be done to end this thing, whatever it is, for good, it's you. I believe in you. And give like, kind of like a big brother forehead kiss.
3: Uh, She hugs him tightly back (laughs) Um, And she nods and she says Okay, um Then I need your help to help me Get these flowers from From the fairy The old fairy homes
2: Anything And I start Picking flowers Like the ones that were used for those crowns
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, and do do our other friends also help us? Yeah, yes. yeah. Buckeye
1: starts picking as many flowers, becomes a flower picking champion. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> bestest flower picker. Um, yeah, Brody Brody's like nodding along with uh, with Strum as he's saying that, and uh, doesn't hesitate to uh, help pick the flowers. And as he's doing so, I'm going to use the move. Uh, share a genuine emotion with another and I'm kind of, this is to the group in general because he's kind of looking down at the flowers as he's he's picking them and he goes I still can't get over how we could could have forgot Tom's birthday but if I'm being completely honest I don't even remember why I keep coming back to this place every summer
1: What do you mean? It's because of your friends
0: Well, yeah But, I mean I'm like the oldest counselor here no one really stays as long as I have and don't get me wrong I love it but like my bus buddy moved on and you know I don't I don't know why like and yeah there's all this stuff and it's fun you guys and everything but those are all good reasons but when I say them it's like it's just like I'm saying it because I know it's the right answer but it doesn't feel like it's the tr- the true answer, if that makes sense.
3: Uh, Mary sighs and says, maybe, maybe you're being affected by this too.
2: Whoa.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the family speaks of some old rumors where being exposed to, to the evils of the forest can sometimes hurt your b- memory.
4: Huh.
1: So, the longer we're here, the less we remember?
3: Sometimes, it... It's really hard to say.
0: Well, maybe if we get to the bottom of this, like... Maybe we'll get to the bottom of that, too.
3: Yeah, um, I hope so. I... I don't want anything bad to happen to you.
1: Even if you don't remember why you're here now, Brody, we'll give you a reason to keep coming back.
0: Right on. And Mary, don't worry, nothing bad's gonna happen to me. I'm here to keep stuff from bad from happening from you guys.
3: Yeah, but we're supposed to keep everyone safe, and look what happened to Tom. Nothing like that
1: is ever gonna happen again.
3: Um, so as they collect their flowers, I'm going to use a another magic move noise. Uh, and so they're going to with, as Mary has the the flowers she's going to start adorning the chainsaw <laughs> with, these, <laughs> with these flowers and she's she's muttering to herself again and she's asking this some kind of greater power. It doesn't have a, a name or anything mm-hmm. but she's asking for help and asking for. Uh, the strength to clear the evil from this place, or to cut through all of the, the the sturdy old, you know, terrors that used to live here, um, and as she's doing so, uh, fireflies seem to come around and start uh, surrounding the group as she's forcing this magic into into this chainsaw. Um, yeah, and some mist starts rolling in. I imagine. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is very eerie and, like, spooky and, and supernatural, um, until finally she, um, she picks up the chainsaw very- and it's probably a struggle, Mary's yeah. not a very strong person. <laughs> um, and she tries to, to hand it to Buckeye, and she kind of nods. Um, and with that, as I've asked the, ma- asked the magic for help, I'm going to uh, put it down so somebody else may use the magic if they want. <laughs> um and this move would be uh to provide unexpected tools. <laughs>
0: <laughs> none none more unexpected than a fucking chainsaw.
3: A chainsaw <laughs> covered in flowers and
0: <laughs> flowery chainsaw. Meet fragrant death.
3: <laughs> Gosh, I almost want that to be the the image for the the media post. <laughs> I know.
4: Yeah. Um
1: but I, so I'm going to pick up the magic I think. And yeah. um, Buckeye is going to see one of the fireflies like land on their chainsaw and like put their finger out. So the firefly will crawl then onto their finger and, and look at it and be like, I always like these guys. They always just, I don't know. They always felt lucky. Yeah, they, they really are. Well, we've got a lot of them now. So let's do this. Let's end this. So no one else ever has to forget again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to do a weak
3: move of calling the Lindworm
0: if you weren't I was (laughs) more Uh,
3: Lindworm uh, yeah I'll do it (laughs) Uh, are we moving locations or are we just hanging out here in the the kissing
0: grove actually I feel like um, if we want to set the scene um, I feel like we it might make sense to like move to the field from here to kind of like like kind of like picking our battleground basically
1: yeah um so the characters all start moving out towards the field like armed and ready with their flowers adorned on them um buckeye is taking up the rear i imagine like ready to like revving the chainsaw as they go and uh (laughs) looking just oh my sweet baby looking so cute with like <laughs> all the flowers and like the chainsaw with the flames and their name carved into the side of it and uh, mist and fireflies I imagine are still uh, are still the, the field has like a permanent mist over it but I imagine that at least some fireflies have like followed them this way um, right mm-hmm. I dig and... it.
0: That, that's that's an aesthetic for the trailer. yeah, yeah on our walk I
3: have <laughs> I have a thing I'd like to do if if there is time. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say it's fine. <laughs> um, then, I I am going to perform a weak move. <laughs> okay. As, okay. As we're walking, um, Mary stands a little closer to Brody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Um, and she's kind of like fiddling with with her hands and stuff, and she's looking at her feet as they're walking, and she finally says, "Um, so, we uh." really worked good together helping those people, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were... They looked really messed up, and we managed to patch them up and calm them down.
3: Um... Would you, um... Say we... made good partners? (laughs) Oh, Oh, Mary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um... How does how does Brody react to that? (laughs) Uh, Brody's gonna say, you know what? Brody's gonna be oblivious. (laughs)
1: Good. Aw, that sounds Uh, good.
0: Yeah, Brody's gonna be like, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we got that tag team problem solving. You know, worked real good together.
4: Um. Yeah. Um
0: We all make a good team.
3: <laughs> Oof. Oh. <laughs> um Yeah, you're 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 right. Um I'm 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 glad we work well together.
0: Right on. With all of us together we'll have a chance of doing this, I think.
3: Um Uh yeah. Um. Yeah. And she um like scurries off to catch up with his
0: truck. My heart. Uh,
3: and, and that was a weak move to confess your your love for someone in a way that's just awkward. Aww. Nailed it. Adorable.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. So good.
3: Um. Yeah. So they
1: they arrive and the Lindworm has put the uh, ten of diamonds on the field. Um, fittingly, the ten of diamonds is fields filled with noxious mud, festering wounds, rabbits with black bile. So, what I'm sort yeah. of imagining that that means is that um, the 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 field, like the sort of like place that they know as like this um, this like well loved lush place, is just sort of like the water table has come up so so much that there's just like mud everywhere with like steam coming out of it and like these just like emaciated looking rabbits that are like partially flayed just like spewing black bile as they hop across um and for the sake of time probably the lindworm is there too
0: yeah that makes sense yeah i i think so
1: and what does he look like the linworm is about 10 feet tall with arms like tree branches papery flesh and a mouthful of too many teeth it is a shape shifter and will steal people's skin after flaying them alive um so i i sort of am imagining because of the shape shifting that um that like it's still this massive creature with arms that like you know like spread out in like too many directions and stuff like that but i imagine it's almost like its actual silhouette is sort of like fluid and changing Mm. all the time Mm -hmm. okay and then um just like most most of its head is probably a mouth that has just like teeth everywhere
4: yeah
1: so real cute you know (laughs) yeah my (laughs) favorite kind of cryptid (laughs) um Buckeye revs their chainsaw. <laughs> Buckeye revs their chainsaw as like I'm never going to forget again.
0: Um okay, Brody, Brody's going to say um All right, Buckeye. I'm going to distract it and that's when you strike. Got it. And and I am going to use a strong move to reinterpret the Lindworm's play in a way that directs the move at me. So what I'm going to do is Brody is just going to, like, run out towards the field through the grossness, but off to the one side, to the left, kind of waving his arms, just saying, yo, bro, come at me, bro, over here. Brody, no. You big, ugly motherfucker
1: and uh buckeye is going to run up with the chainsaw and use a regular move to take action um probably like slicing as hard as they can with the chainsaw into the like torso of the lindworm like spewing i imagine it's not even blood but probably whatever black bile the rabbits are like starting to cough up um and in doing this regular move uh taking action but leaving themselves vulnerable to a possible further attack.
2: Nice. Yeah, I feel like that would probably do, you know, really well to, you know, with, with uh, Brody, you know, distracting it and everything, uh, but then it definitely notices when Buckeye is implanting a magical chainsaw <laughs> into their side. Yep. <laughs> it probably takes its focus away from Brody real quick.
1: Yep, I yeah. I am sure.
0: Uh, and in fact, uh, I'll invite the linworm to act upon the group again, presumably in reaction to this, unless nice. unless we want to give um, uh, uh, either uh, Strum or Mary a chance to do something before that. What do you guys feel?
3: Uh, Mary is very scared and is like not not, not doing anything. <laughs> okay. Strum.
2: I think. I am going to pick up the forest or the woods and yes. use the move Express the Woods Pain mm. and mm. as it's going through, you see it it's a shapeshifter so as you're putting this chainsaw into it, you can see in different parts of it since it's a big motherfucker mm-hmm. like in different mm-hmm. parts of it you can see like faces of like kids that have been fa- kids and like counselors that it's have been failed to been protected over the years before and Nick I don't want to like step on your toes or anything with your uh do it with your friend but like you see your friend's face come out Dean mm-hmm. and it's not so much that you forgot them like you that they weren't real or anything like that You forgot them because they were taken by the by the Lindworm. Like they were they were a victim not too long ago, and you know they were there. We knew them, but all of us forgot them. But just because of the bond you had, it was you still had that echo of them in your mind. But the rest of us just kind of you know we were too young to really get to know them like you did. So. To us they never existed but to you there's that faint echo and then the last one as the lindworm's getting ready to come in and swing on uh, Buckeye is the face of Tom and that's why we were starting to forget and like we I think we were all actually devastated because it was his birthday and we didn't forget to go see him the meeting ran long we went down to the beach and he wasn't there So, you know, that's that last face that's coming out is Tom's face as it's, you know, getting ready to strike, uh, getting ready to strike Buckeye. Uh, What do
0: you do? Yeah, Yeah, I think I think as soon as uh, as soon as Brody sees his his friend Coop's face in that and sees Tom's face and everything as well, uh, he just goes, his eyes go wide and he's kind of stunned for a second. And he goes, You got coops? And Tom? Fuck you, bro. For coops! And I'm going to barrel into this thing. I'm going to use um, a regular move to take action, leaving myself vulnerable. And I'm basically going to, like, unarmed, run into, like, charge this thing down and, like, try to punch it.
4: (laughs) uh, (laughs) can,
3: Can I pick up the field? do it. Yeah. yeah. So I would like to pick up the field and as you're running towards this thing um, the ground is unsteady due to, to it being muddy and gross and stuff and because you're so focused on hurting this thing you're not really paying attention to anything else going in your body and mm-hmm. you feel yourself start to slip as you uh, as you approach this thing and while you are trying to, to hurt him you know that because of the momentum and you slipping and everything you are probably going to also hurt yourself in this attack.
0: Got it. Oof. Um sounds good. I like that a lot. And like as as like the field itself is like now fighting me, um I'm going to spend a token and use a strong move to keep pushing forward even as everything tries to stop me and continue good. to attack this thing. Brody is pissed.
4: <laughs> no more
0: Mr. Nice Brody <laughs> this thing is so not chill
1: <laughs> uh, if everyone's okay with it I'm going to invite the linworm to act then yes. do it yes. All right. <laughs> the king of diamonds strange massacre scattered droplets of blood drowned fish in the lake
3: oh this is gonna hurt isn't it
1: <laughs> that sounds like it's going to hurt um Strange massacre. We do have two characters who just attacked, leaving themselves vulnerable. Um,
4: yeah, I
0: will point out that uh, the card also talks about ground fish. Yeah, um, I'm the yeah. lifeguard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, so if we want to I...
0: interpret this like a tarot reading,
1: <laughs> yeah, that certainly so seems <laughs> like I think that Brody, um, Brody throwing themselves at this thing that's the strange massacre and i think that uh, Nic- Nichols. do you want to say how brody dies and somehow uh i think the rest of the group especially buckeye gets like fucking splattered with brody's blood
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay so this this massive uh this- creature um with like it's it's long spindly limbs and it's like constantly undulating these different faces of its victims uh emerging from its flesh as it constantly is morphing uh its attention split between um buckeye and brody uh brody fighting his way through the field he runs up on this thing and gets a solid uppercut against one of its undulating faces, and it recoils backwards, and there's a beat where it kind of, like, turns its all of its focus to Brody, like, looks him up and down, and one of its, uh, like, spindly appendages juts out, just impaling Brody through his sternum. <laughs> and emerges, sending his blood, as his heart continues to pump, squirting out of the wound. Um... um. And Brody drops to his knee, sputtering blood out of his mouth, uh, and uh, he he kind of is looking at Buckeye, and he says, "Dude, fuck this motherfucker up, for Tom, and for Goops," and
4: pff, falls over.
1: Oh no! Uh, Buckeye looks just like horrified, and then screams in rage and I'm going to use a strong move to perform a feat of mythic physical ability to try to cut this motherfucker's head off.
0: Do it, <laughs>
1: and this would involve probably like a running start and leap because I don't think that Buckeye is much more than five feet tall, and the little no. is ten <laughs> feet tall. You gotta like so put this,
0: put your foot up on its knee and get a boost, you know? Yeah,
1: it's gonna be like a whole thing, probably like taking advantage as it's sort of like almost like crouched over towards uh, towards Brody, and Buckeye is going to. Try, going cut the fucking thing's head off.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up campers, by the way, but we'll get to that in a second. Right.
2: I, uh, I think that I probably am coming and grabbing, uh, grabbing Mary's hand and rushing over towards the tree. I feel like you know you're like almost there, and. You know, you're, like, it's kind of, like, laid down on the ground, and you're, like, halfway through, but it's just such a thick boy that the saw isn't going through all the way, Mm. and I think I put Mary's hand on top of yours to help push down, and I go on the other side of you, and I'm using the regular move, uh, illustrate the power of a song, and as we're pushing down, I start singing... The lindworm runs through the forest. The lindworm hunts through the trees. But when friends come together, the lindworm ceases to be.
0: (laughs) Nice. Um, I think while this scene is happening, I picked up the campers card. I Mm -hmm. think people are beginning to be woken by the sound of a fucking chainsaw, <laughs>
4: chainsaw. <laughs> yep. and they're, coming, <laughs> they're sure. coming
0: out of the bunks which is adjacent to the field and witnessing this happening so there are now dozens and dozens and dozens of campers who have come out of the bunks they are standing there kind of in awe of this creepy ass scene and as they see this happening and they hear Strum sing this song I believe they start singing it as well
3: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I think that we. Yeah, here's the question: Do we want that to work? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it feels very corny, but it also feels very appropriate. It
1: feels very fitting. Well, Fiona, you have the magic, right? I do have the magic.
3: So I suppose it is up to you.
1: <laughs> so I, I am going to say that they do, in fact, cut th- this thing's head off and um just to shocked reactions i'm sure and buckeye will go over and hold up the head and give out kind of a primal yell
0: does it turn into the night walker from princess mononoke and just turn into a giant flood of black goo (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah oh, I, I actually think it sort of does i think that the body and the head and everything starts to just <laughs> like disintegrate into black bile and we don't have to do it this way but what my gut is telling me is that as they're all sort of like starting to celebrate there's almost like the, the move that the magic is doing it's like in the woods you see the shadow of something very large starting to retreat. Mm, I and like then that. I think we can end it there.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I think the credits were, are closing out because I just I really like this just as a move. I have I'm using a strong move. I'm heading over to uh, Brody's body. And I am singing the the traditional like last song of camp as they're fading out I'm using the move Sing Someone Tired Peacefully to Sleep We packed up our bags and we made our beds We worked through problems and made amends We learned new things and made new friends. We made say I'll miss you, turn to your right and say I'll miss you. After all the things that we went through, I can guarantee I won't forget you. We swam in the lake and we climbed in trees, we crawled through dirt on our hands and knees, Toasted s'mores and old ghost stories We spent our summer making memories Turn to your left and say I'll miss you Turn to your right and say I'll miss you After all the things that we've went through I can guarantee I won't forget you Y'all can't wait to see Mom and Dad And tell them this summer was the best we've had They'll be happy but we'll be a bit sad It'll be next year till I see you again Turn to your left and say I'll miss you Turn to your right and say I'll miss you After all the things that we went through I can guarantee I won't forget you Turn to your left and say I'll miss you Turn to your right and say I'll miss you After all the things that we went through I can guarantee I won't forget you.
0: Introducing Tales of the Voidfarer. Join the spacefaring adventures of a group of misfits in this D&D 5th Edition podcast inspired by the 2nd Edition setting, Spelljammer. My name's Marco Astorio. My
1: character is a Githyanki. Yankee.
0: My character is a Doar, adorable little penguin people. You're Ravnus, right? Yes. I, 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 and you are I, It's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Luckby Cumble. My name is Captain Valeria Rain, and welcome aboard the Voidfarer. Luckbeak, Ravnus, come on. There's so much to see over here. Catch new episodes of Tales of the Voidfarer every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast fix. (laughs) That's funny. Wait, did you just Hmm? say that's funny and not laugh, Ravnus? We really have to work on your social skills.
4: (laughs) ProjectDerailed.com